Welcome to Pastor's Chat. What a joy to come to you again with God's Word, the Word of Truth. We're going to talk about that in a minute. We're studying the book of Colossians, a book that the Apostle Paul wrote to the church at Colossae, a town that was about 100 miles east of the city of Ephesus, where he spent two years winning people to Christ, teaching them to live for Christ, and then to go tell others about Christ. Well, two of those people, Epirus and Philemon, went back to their hometown of Colossae, 100 miles east, and shared the good news and a church was planted. Five years later, Paul is in prison in Rome for his faith in Christ. And there, Epirus comes and tells him already, five years later, in this brand new church plant in Colossae, where Paul had never gone, that there were some problems. There were some teachers that were coming in and teaching false philosophies and false doctrines, and they had dethroned Jesus Christ. They were making other things more important than who Jesus Him was, Jesus Himself was. They gave Christ eminence. Oh yes, He's a good person, but they didn't give Him preeminence. And so Paul writes this wonderful letter to encourage the people there at Colossae to be careful, beware of false teachers, and to look to Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. So we're going to study the book, and I hope you got it open in front of you. Maybe have some verses there that you'll look at with me as we look in Colossians chapter 1. It begins with Paul saying, given his introduction, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and Timothy, our brother. I, I could camp on every verse and we'd be here for years in the book of Colossians because every book I study in the Bible becomes my favorite book. And right now, obviously, Colossians is my favorite book in the Bible. So Paul identifies himself as he does in most of his letters. That's why we know they're from him. And he says here in the very beginning that he is an apostle of Jesus Christ. Apostle means a sent one. In other words, he's not doing what he's doing on his own. He has been sent. He's been sent by Jesus Christ to share this good message. Remember, he met Jesus on the road to Damascus. And there he received in those early days of his ministry, his Christian life, the mission, the commission, and the command to take the gospel to the world and especially to the Gentiles. And so he says, this is by the will of God. Now, Paul is really big on the will of God, and I am too. I believe that one of the most important things that you and I can have in our lives and know in our lives is the will of God. Matter of fact, Ephesians, which was also written from prison in Rome to the church at Ephesus, Paul talked about we should have an understanding of the will of God there in Ephesians chapter 5. Understanding the will of God. We should know the will of God. Paul's going to pray for that here in a few minutes, well, in a few days probably when we get to his prayer here in chapter 1. But Paul says, by the will of God and Timothy, our brother. So Timothy must be there with him in Rome, maybe ministering to him as he's in prison. And so he writes to the saints and faithful brothers in Christ at Colossae, grace to you and peace from God our Father. I've always thought it's very interesting how Paul starts most of his epistles and ends them with mention of God's grace. You know, Paul would write to the church of Corinth and he would say, by the grace of God, I am what I am. I'm telling you, Paul knew everything was according to God's grace. He didn't deserve, he didn't deserve to get saved. He was persecuting Christians, but God's grace came upon him and showed him the way of salvation through Jesus Christ. 
We don't deserve salvation. And God's grace, God's unmerited favor brings us to a place where we'll repent of our sins and trust Christ as our Savior. So he says grace and peace. We need grace and grace when we, I'm telling you, when we experience it, we also have the results and the fruit of peace in our life. And remember, real grace and peace, he says, from God our Father. From God our Father. Now, some people teach the fatherhood of God universally, meaning everybody is a child of God. And in a sense, yes, we are all children of God. He created us. But my friends, to be in his family in a relationship, you only come through Jesus Christ. And then truly you can pray, our Father who art in heaven. Well, I want to encourage you today. Read these first verses. Paul, an apostle, writing to the church of Colossae, the faithful brothers, and my question is, are you being faithful? Are you one who is following Christ? Are you enjoying His grace and peace today? If not, why not? And you can just trust Him, believe Him, receive Him, and you will today come into this family. God bless you and have a wonderful day.